My dear friends, welcome in the name of Christ. Grace, mercy and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with each and every one of you. Friends, my name is Rob and I'm the Bishop of Edmonton. Edmonton is a part of the Diocese of London, North London. I'm also the Chair of Housing Justice, which is a national charity working in England and Wales. We do a number of tasks together, particularly thinking about and supporting our, our churches and community-based night shelter projects. We have a Citadel project, which seeks to befriend those who are experiencing homelessness. And we also have a project entitled Faith in Affordable Housing, which is looking at church land and how church land can be used for affordable housing. As you'll be aware, in the Church of England, the Archbishop's Commission on Housing has made housing right at the heart of our mission together. And this Homelessness Sunday, we're thinking about particularly and praying for those who experience homelessness. It's a great privilege to be with you this morning. Jesus Christ is King of it. He lives his life in us for the sake of the world. Jesus is alive today. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Thank you. 
grace of God has dawned upon the world with healing for all. So let us come to him in sorrow for our sins, seeking healing and salvation. God, be gracious to us and bless us and make your face shine upon us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May your ways be known upon earth, your saving power among the nations. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You, Lord, have made known your salvation and reveal your justice in the sight of the nations. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy upon you. Forgive you your sin and bring you to everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Take wives and have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage, that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there and do not decrease. But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf. For in its welfare, you will find your welfare. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. 
Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. There was a sudden knock at the door, not unusual when you live in a vicarage. Sometimes these sudden knocks brought messages of joy and other times messages of deep distress. As usual, I open the door with a somewhat pensive feeling building within because you just never knew. There stood a man in his 40s, looking casual, looking reasonably well, but with a beautiful smile upon his face. Beside him was a woman also in her 40s, again dressed casual, looking slightly apprehensive. My immediate thoughts, they want to arrange a baptism, discuss school admissions, or even plan a wedding. It however transpired that this was Mark. Four years previously, Mark had been a guest on our night shelter project. Mark had been evicted from his room, and as a result, Mark slept in churches as a guest. Each morning he would get dressed and go to work. But he was depressed, downcast, isolated, alone, and very unhappy in his situation. We supported as best as we could. I didn't recognise him. There he stood wanting to go into church to show his fiancée just how bad things had got for him those four years ago. He wanted his partner to understand, to see, to grasp, and indeed to befriend this part of his life. In today's Gospel, Jesus is travelling near Samaria, and his mission is to get to Jerusalem. His face is set towards Jerusalem, and his arrest and murder beckons. He enters a village, a compound, no doubt a gated community with walls. The place where society puts the diseased, the untouchables, the outcast. Jesus enters that place. No surprise, because time and time again, Jesus is found there in places of distress, isolation, abandonment and hopelessness. He is found in grief, in death, in betrayal and in depression. Jesus is there motivated by love, a desire for restoration into new life in all of its fullness. This is why, of course, he was travelling to Jerusalem in the first place. In this encounter, the ten lepers, at a distance, for they know the implications of physical touch, ask for God's mercy. 
They cry out to Jesus and Jesus tells them to go to the priest for Jesus is being a good rabbi. They are healed and in ordering them to go to the priest, he demonstrates his love for the whole of their lives. They're healed, a physical dimension, but being reconciled through the priest, they are also restored into society within the chosen people of God. Physically and mentally restored, this is a true gift of altruism. But what of this Samaritan? He comes back and throws himself at Jesus' feet. This may be the first human contact in years. Luke has chosen this outsider to be the hero, the hero who becomes the disciple, this moment of conversion sent back into society and again restored. The outsider of the outsiders, the othered other, comes back to say thank you. This is a beautiful moment in the Gospels. In it, we see radical healing, physical, mental and societal. In this moment, we see relationships being restored. A Samaritan, knowing that he is loved unconditionally by this rabbi, is no longer an outcast, no longer the marginalised. For the broken is repaired through this encounter with Jesus Christ, and somehow this Samaritan becomes the very heart of everything. This is a foretaste of the cross, where you and I, in our forgiveness and restoration, are at the heart of everything. Friends, I pray for this gospel reading to come alive in our own relationships and our relationships with those around us. On this Homelessness Sunday, we have to acknowledge that many people who experience homelessness or are sofa surfing or sleeping in hostels or in church halls are treated as the other. We talk about the homeless, not Mark, Debbie, Kelvin, John, and so many others. In addition, our house building programmes, our financial systems, our planning regulations, benefit frameworks can all act like those walls around the leper colony, a cage from which it is difficult to escape. Once you're in that cage, that cycle of despair, that reality of being cut off from the rest of society, it is hard to get out. It's not surprising that drug use, and suicide are the biggest causes of death within the population who experience homelessness, often men in their 40s or 50s, according to the Office of National Statistics. Yet as Jeremiah makes clear, we are to build houses, to build community, but to seek the welfare of the city Jeremiah is speaking to a people in exile. Be rooted in the wider community and build relationships which lead others to a place of flourishing. If the city flourishes as a whole, you too will flourish. My dear friends, this restoration matters. Jesus in the gospel goes out of his way to befriend, 
to build relationships with those who are trapped or excluded from society. This body of Christ chose to, desired to, restore those who had been excluded, abandoned, isolated, to full membership of society and of community. This same body of Christ today, that's you and me, with the Spirit of God working in us, our calling is to do the same. Jesus calls us to restore physically, spiritually and mentally our brothers and sisters who are trapped in the cage of poverty. And to be part of the calling for the justice that is needed for restoration. Jesus commands us to go out of our comfort zones and seek the welfare of the city. Jesus leans into those places of greatest need and greatest fear. And he loves unconditionally and calls us to do the same. I wonder what this looks like for you. It was a revelation to me, an unexpected joy to see Mark and his fiancée at my vicarage door. I pray for him, but also I pray for many more like him. Amen. Let us declare our faith. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen.
find those words of Bernadette Farrell very, very moving about Christ be our night. So my friends, it's time for us to turn to prayer now. I'm joined with some friends and we're going to lead us, uh, we're going to lead you uh, in this moment of prayer. So let us pray. Today we offer our thanksgiving and gratitude to the giver of all good things and perfect gifts. The Lord, Lord be praised. The kindness shown by the government in moving thousands of people experiencing homelessness off the streets into hotels during the COVID pandemic. The Lord, Lord be praised. The army of staff and volunteers, from night shelter charities who continue to support those in hotels, those newly in accommodation, and those who have unfortunately returned to the streets. The Lord, Lord be praised. For the partnerships between local authorities, voluntary and charity organisations, faith and local communities, working together to end people's homelessness. The Lord be praised. The hands of friendship that have been extended to us and the grace that we have received. The Lord be praised. For your continual provision in our lives. May we be generous to those in need. The Lord be praised. For your mercies that are new at dawn and sustain us through the day, echoing through the night. The Lord be praised. For the gift of your Son and his blood poured out. The Lord be praised. Great is the Lord. The most to be praised. Heavenly Father, my neighbour has nowhere to call home. Help me be aware. My neighbour needs love and community. Help me be aware. My neighbour is crying out for justice. Help me be adamant to answer their plea for help. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pray today for all women and men who are homeless this day. For those sleeping under bridges or park benches, in doorways or bus stations, outside high street shops, and many other inappropriate places. For those who can only find shelter for the night, but must wander in the daytime. For families broken because they couldn't afford to pay the rent. For those who have no relatives or friends who can take them in. For those who have no place to keep possessions, but remind them of who they are. For those who are afraid and hopeless. For those who have been let down by our social safety net. For all these people, we pray that you will provide shelter, security and hope. We pray, Lord, that those of us with warm houses not to be lulled into complacency and forgetfulness. Jesus, help us to see your face in the eyes of every person experiencing homelessness, who we meet, so that we may be empowered through word and deed, and by your grace to bring justice and peace to those who are homeless. Amen. Amen. We pray together the prayer that Jesus himself has taught us. 
our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and watch over you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you. The Lord look kindly upon you and give you peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit rest upon you and remain with you today and always. Amen.